everyone and welcome to the Dalgona Coffee House. My name is Christina and I'll be talking about different aspects of K-pop and my thoughts on that. Since this is a coffee house, I recommend that you make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, sit back, and relax. In today's episode, we'll be going over what K-pop has been looking like recently. Currently, we're in the fourth generation, which accounts for groups that debuted in 2018 and up until now. Some of the popular fourth generation groups include Stray Kids, TXT, and ITZY. A lot of these groups have very high global success due to their predecessors paving the way through marketing, world tours, and constant comebacks. If you listen to older K-pop songs and compare it to newer songs today, the style of music has also evolved and became more experimental. To talk more about this, I'll be bringing in my friend and co-host, Amelie, who's also very into K-pop herself. Hello, this is Amelie. I am also a college student. Happy to be here. <laughs> okay, so I went over a little bit about the fourth generation and some of the music that made it different from older generations. Um, in your opinion, what are like some things that you've noticed in the songs that have been released recently? Kind of like you mentioned, it's like more experimental, I would say. Like, I think there's been an evolution in like the types of like EDM sounds, for example. Because I think like in K-pop, there's a lot of that like techno sound in like the early 2000s, 2010s and all of that. But now there's like more EDM influence and kind of so we've seen that a lot. And like there's also a lot of changes in like, like the tempo changes or like experimenting with like how this typical k-pop songs are structured in general it won't be like the typical like verse rap verse rap or it'd be more singing more rap or it'll be like broken up with tempo stuff like that yeah i can i can agree with that because like for example um some of the girl groups that have been have been debuting recently a lot of their songs have been changed in style part of it is, like a little bit about it is like the genre of music so instead of it being more like the stereotypical kitsy or sexy or you know like that kind of genre um a lot of it is like more girl crush or like cool bad vibes or just like about empowerment I don't know if it's like completely empowerment because sometimes like the lyrics don't make sense but it definitely has like a stronger approach compared to older groups and like you said the tempo's the song tempo is something that I'm not really liking recently with some of the songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say like, yeah, with the like the types with girl groups, I would say like I used to really not like girl group songs. I, they were like, yeah, too cutesy or like not very substantial and I just wouldn't enjoy them as much. But like, yeah, nowadays there's like, yeah, more substance <clears throat> um, and like, yeah, not necessarily more meaning, but some of them do. And just more like different variation of concepts and doesn't sound so like, weak kind of so that's that's kind of what i like about it but yeah but the yeah the tempo changes i would not say i'm a fan i think sometimes they do it well but sometimes it's just it's just a miss sometimes it does sound like a smoother transition like oh this is all one song but they're experimenting a little bit and then like all the concepts tie together you know but then there's other songs where it just sounds like a mishmash of a bunch of different songs it doesn't make any sense I can't understand why the producers did it. Like, it just, like, doesn't sound, like, good at all. But also, like, 
I know that they're trying to experiment and stuff, but, you know, sometimes it just doesn't sound good. Yeah. I think for me, like, the only one so far that I like, like, that I'm okay with, with, like, having the tempo change is Next Level by Espa. I didn't like that song too much when it came out, but then, like, it became super hyped or, like, became popularized, and I'm okay with it. And also, like, what the song's original, like, setting was, so... Like, it was a remix or, like, a rendition of an older song. So it made sense that they would, like, change it because it was based on a movie. But, like, newer groups, for example, like, you and I don't like Kepler, Wada da because it keeps changing to, like, cutesy and then, like, cool. But it's not, like, a good transition. Yeah, Wada da is a good example of, like, it's not the tempo change, but it's, like, the styles. It's, like, they're being experimental with the styles, but it's, like, not working, in my opinion. Because like I feel like the styles on their own work together, but yeah, not together, all in one song. And like another one is N-Mix, which they recently just came out with a song. And um, yeah, that one, that, one's a t- that one was a total miss for me, in my opinion, because they had that like drastic tempo change and genre change. So it wasn't just like one or the other, it was both at the same time. And like... I don't know it just like seemed very disjointed and like the section in the middle was like honestly pretty good um i think it was like it had good metal- melody sounded nice it was cool but it was just i think jyp kind of advertised them more as a performance group and it feels like the the music part got kind of let go you know because then the performance looked cool like if i just look at the music video the production was really cool a lot of pretty cgi like lots of like cool dance moves and a good performance but like the sound wise my ears were hurting a little bit. <laughs> I also did not like NMIX. I think it's kind of disappointing because, like, I don't follow, like, I don't follow new groups as deeply as I used to before. Or I watched this, like, casual performance by NMIX, and it seemed like they have really, really good vocals, but their talent is just, like, being put to waste because, like, they're focused on dancing and, like, the song, the fir- their debut song just was not it because, like you said, too many things happening at once and like everyone was saying that like tank it was their b-side was better but honestly i think i listened to it and i was i still wasn't impressed and like yeah i know that like i feel like it's not easy to get into like a big company especially jyp and so like obviously these people are very talented at what they do they're good at singing rapping dancing but it's just like yeah it feels bad when they've probably been training for a while and then like there's like a song like this which is kind of like it's like a curse of fourth gen, I feel like, recently. Like, every single comeback is just, like, not that good. But it's experimental But because, like, it's kind of necessary to push the genre forward. But, like, I don't know if it's been being done in a way that's, like, helpful or nice. But I'm, like, I, I'm hoping that, like, with um, Kepler and Nmix and just, like, all these other groups that are, have been coming out with their new songs that are kind of misses, I hope that in the future it gets better. <laughs> like improves like they could we can see improvement and like they can keep their like performance aspect which i think is really big in like fourth gen stuff um they can keep their performance aspect but then like improve musically sometimes i think like is this a marketing scheme that people like companies use like do they purposely have a bad song so people talk about it and then get attention but not in a good way because i feel like there have been a lot of girl groups that have been debuting and there's a mix that have pretty good song, like pretty good success. But then there's like 
newer groups that like their songs are not that great. The marketing that they have is not effective. Mm-hmm. I feel like honestly, it probably is part of the marketing. Like, I don't know if they expected everyone to hit hate like say Ed Mix's song. I don't think they expected like so much hate, but like because of it, they have a ton of attention on them now. Everyone. I guess kind of like me just waiting to see will they will it get better does it get better will it get worse like what's going on um and like people are just not intrigued by them so I think honestly it's kind of smart like to to everyone's detriment just a little bit (laughs) um but it's like kind of smart because I know like a lot of groups because they're not as experimental they kind of like fly under the radar like there's a lot of groups um there's a lot of new girl and guy groups that have come out recently but like a lot of them go kind of unnoticed and like a lot of times that is because they're from a smaller company but it's also because like they're not pushing the envelope kind of with the genre so it's like they're kind of boring to follow or just like don't catch the audience's eye that much so yeah it kind of has its its pros and cons there i would say like there's a lot of girl from what i noticed like within the past year there's a lot of girl groups um, that have debuted and like personally I feel like I'm like a girl group fan but a lot of these songs are not like impressing me I don't know if I'm just like getting old and not liking this new kind of like music um, but I would say like there there haven't been too many boy groups that like have made a name from themselves besides like those under like a big company or have like more fans who are like abroad rather than in South Korea Mm-hmm. yeah I feel like I feel like yeah there's only a few that like when I think of guy groups I can only think of like certain names I think like what TXT I think in Hypen, AT's Straight Kids uh Treasure maybe um that's about it I don't know if the boys is considered fourth gen uh I think they are. Yeah. I guess the boys, I feel like the girl groups look like they kind of steal steal the show sometimes. But um, yeah, I think the the guy groups is interesting. They don't, but the thing with the guy groups, they don't have that, like, they have the experimental part, um, like NCT. They're not, they're like every gen. I don't know what gen <laughs> NCT is, but like, they're not like, they are pretty experimental and stuff, but there's no like none of the tempo changes or like the crazy like what did I just listen to um like moments if people like that or not I mean the 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 boy groups are really are doing really well like Stray Kids and ATs like really took off recently within the past like, two years and TXT and Hypen are both extremely popular so yeah it's like you can kind of see how like they're still successful without the the crazy the crazy music but yeah <laughs> It's interesting to see the differences. Yeah, I think like part of it for TXC and and Hyphen because they're in the same company as BTS. Not saying that they were riding off of their success, but I think they did gain a lot of attention as people were wondering like, oh, are they going to be the next BTS or are they going to be different kind of thing? Uh, But luckily, like they they changed their style because TXC and and Hyphen, I would say like, I'm not that big into either group, but I could tell like, oh, this is definitely like this group song based on like their, like they have a specific genre that they gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, TXT, uh, yeah. I think I'm not that big of a TXT fan. I, I do like some of their songs. 
like but I, I really liked when they changed it to like that kind of like rock sound i think that was nice and unique um and not super common um boy groups wait but rock reminds me that there is one group that's kind of experimental from jyp I know you're not the biggest fan, but the, um, I think they call it extenary heroes. And I think I guess I guess that's the kind of the experimental like them and NCT. I think are the most experimental out of everyone because they they're like trying to go for like that really hard like I don't know rock metal. I don't really know, but then it still has pop in it, and like I don't really know if it worked. You know, like I listened to it and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Um, kind of following the footsteps of Day Six, but not really like in a different genre, like just a band, live band style. But like, I don't know if the the concept worked. But I think they're pretty popular among people who like that type of music. So I don't know. I'm interested to see where they go as well. But yeah, I just remembered that they're they have yeah they're interesting. <laughs> I feel like if you combined Day Six and Stray Kids, which are both from the same company you would get extraordinary heroes so it's like they made a child <laughs> um i would say like yeah i personally like for me i prefer like more melodical stuff so like yeah, the noise like more noisy songs are not really like up my vibe and i think that's like a lot of songs recently so when i listened to extraordinary heroes i was like this is okay but i don't know if like i would vibe with it um, but I did wish that they released a fuller song, like a full album or like an album instead of just a single. Because I feel like having that one song like is impactful, but it doesn't showcase everything. Like they're a band. They can't dance. They can't perform anything. Like they need to promote some other way as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how like bands get promoted like day six like the marketing for day six is like so far behind from other jyp groups and like i feel like honestly same with extraordinary heroes even though they just started like i feel like they 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 released that song and then it was like gone like i haven't heard anything about them like i saw them on my timeline a little bit and then they were gone and i haven't heard anything since um so it's like kind of interesting because like it's like a fourth gen approach on um like about a band but like the marketing is still like dismal <laughs> for it i kind of want to see more bands in general you know like i think it'd just be cool because like i really like day six um i know there's exterior heroes and then like i don't know a girl band i know there's like okay this is not a girl band but Dreamcatcher like has those vibes of like or a rock sound and stuff but i i want to see like girl band or just like more bands i don't know i think that'd be cool to see yeah, I think that's, like, the thing now with, like, fourth generation groups. They, because a lot of them debuted over the pandemic, I feel like the only way that they can really, like, market towards their fans is, like, being performance heavy or, like, being able to look cool while dancing and stuff like that. Um, because, like, you can only go so far, I guess, without, like, to be able to connect with your fans. And I feel like a lot of younger younger people prefer like people being able to dance especially like which ties into like for example like tiktok and mm. stuff yeah i think yeah because like the tiktok is such a big way to like promote a group with the tiktok tiktok challenges and all of that for like their different dances and stuff i think it'd be cool if like 
bands, for example, like they did like a mix, you know, because I know day six, like they just strictly did like band stuff. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I've ever seen day six dance um, or like do um, performances. So if like say accident heroes in the future, they did like more bands, but then they also had a couple songs that were just not live um, and that they danced to that might like draw the attention of more fourth gen or people who appreciate fourth gen band groups. Um, Because, yeah, like you said, I think the performance aspect is just so big now and, like, people just love the stage presence and, like, now that, like, COVID's not over, but, like, it's kind of, the pandemic is subsiding, all the rules are kind of subsiding, like, there's more and more concerts being released. And so having the performance aspect is, like, so important. Um, Because, like, the people who are going to the concerts are mostly, like, people who got into K-pop, like, fourth gen k-pop or like you know they're just like the younger population so they'd like to see that um at concerts speaking of concerts didn't you go to a concert pretty recently too i did i've been to three different k-pop concerts <laughs> within this past term um it's been pretty fun i can talk about like all of them they were all great <laughs> um you can talk about twice this is not fourth gen group but they they could be i feel like they've evolved well with the times you know because i feel like the older groups they have to kind of keep up with fourth gen because you know they have those like their og like fans but then they need to like keep getting fans so they have to kind of keep up in that way and so like twice yeah that was great they're good at dancing very fun to watch it was great i had a good time it's kind of impulsive decision to go but I'm, i'm happy i went very happy i went um and I also went to ATs, which is my favorite group ever. <laughs> um, and that was really great. Um, ATs is like known for their performance, performance aspect and like their stage presence. Um, so that was really great to be able to see them in person. You could really see that like, yeah, the fourth, what like all fourth gen is all about in terms of like the production kind of style. Um, yeah. And then I, this doesn't count, actually. I don't think it can. Eric Nam doesn't really count. <laughs> There's always that debate. Is Eric Nam a K-pop star or not? Who knows? I don't know. He kind of is. But his new album is all English, so I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, no. Ca- I ca- ca- concerts are fun. <laughs> I like concerts. How did how did you think ATs compare? I know you mentioned like he, they're very performance heavy, and so like their concert was super enjoyable. But like as a fan who got to know them before and then finally going to their concert what did you think of like all their stuff and like things that you kind of wish that they did as well i think you can i could really just like really see how their their music and like their videos and stuff are produced for a stage i guess because like before you're like i would look at the fan cams or look at the live performances i'd be like wow they're really good live they have great like their dances are meant to like build energy and like the colors and like the outfits and everything like everything's just like so well thought out um and then you see it in person and then you're like oh this is kind of like what it's for Loki. like it's for like playing it live and just like to fill up a stadium and all of that um and so it's really interesting to be able to draw it from like oh i'm just seeing it on the screen or like i'm seeing it and like feeling the music in person and like hearing it in person um so that was kind of cool to see just like the like everything that goes into the production it's really meant for like a concert at least for 80s um but 
they're a group that I still enjoy, like, not watching, um, just, like, listening on Spotify and stuff, but, yeah, they're, um, they, they put a lot of, like, effort and energy into, like, the, the performance value of it, um, I think, hmm, is there anything I would change? No, they're perfect. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think sometimes some groups that do have the similar concept that ATS does, which is like they have that like noisy EDM aspect and like they're really like hardcore kind of, or like, you know, just like ener- songs full of energy. Um, need to pay more attention to like the slower one, slower songs, I guess, and like just the melodic vibes. Um, and like something that's very just like musical rather than performance, I guess, or rap based. Um, Cause like ATS has a few so- slow songs that I really enjoy, but honestly it's like, I can count on like 10 fingers or maybe five, how many like slow melodic songs they have. So I think that's the only thing I'm like, I'd, I'd enjoy some like slow songs that are like just for a peaceful, you know, vibe. <laughs> This is why I like groups with ballads or, like, slow songs. I like being in the fields. (laughs) Yeah. I like being in the fields, but not too often. So I just listen to my hype noise music all the time. (laughs) I know recently Stray Kids has announced that they're going to have a world tour. I'm also not a Stray Kids fan because their type of music is also loud and not something I like unfortunately but what are your thoughts on that I was so stoked to see that um because I knew that Stray Kids was gonna release a world tour um because they're about the the timeline and of age it's about the same as ATs so it only makes sense that they do a world tour now and so when they announced the dates I was like looking at each one I was like I can make that one and that one and that one so yeah I was really I was really excited about it um I know that They've gotten really, really big recently, so I'm kind of scared that I won't be able to get tickets. Like, they're, yeah, because already with ATs, I the I the only reason I went was because like, I got uh, someone offered me the tickets. Like when I tried to get them, I, I they sold out or they would resell and I couldn't afford it. So yeah, I'm kind of scared because like when when these groups kind of blow up, like the fandom changes, the tickets are hard to get, everything's expensive. But I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's like, it's definitely, they definitely need it because they got popular after Kingdom. They got popular after their recent like title tracks. And they're also a very performance heavy group um, that like their their music would do really well at concerts and stuff. So I think it's going to be good. And I really hope I get a ticket. <laughs> I'm going to try to go to like the LA one or the Seattle one. But yeah. I think like also... In addition to just like fourth generation in general with the music that they've been releasing, the crowd of fans have also changed. I think it's like kind of, personally for me, I think I'm getting like really overwhelmed and a little weirded out by some of the fans. Because um, I think like some of the things that I've noticed as I like scroll through Instagram, I don't have TikTok, but I scroll through Instagram. A lot of the fans are like really, really obsessive or like, they care too much about like one aspect about something and they like the hate train is like really really strong mm-hmm. yeah i noticed that and it's like i think it's like so just to take bts as a prime example um bts is not fourth gen but a lot of their fans are like of the age of when fourth gen came out like they're new fans and stuff and like 
I feel like these new fans are crazy. Like, low-key, I'm embarrassed to say, like, K-pop sometimes because, like, I'm afraid that they'll picture me as, like, the, K- the K-pop fan that, like, knows their birth date, their blood type, gets mad if they're dating someone. You know, just, like, all these things that, like, dehumanize K-pop idols when they're, like, literally, they're just humans, that they're doing their job. Um, some of them are really young. Some of them, yeah, like, that's someone are, like, 17, 18, even younger sometimes. Um, or there are, like, our age, like, 21, 20, 22. Um, so it's just, like, kind of crazy how, like, because you've never seen them in person, because you're never going to meet them, like, these fans, like, just, they just latch onto them and, like, forget that they're human and, like, go crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I didn't see it too much at, like, the concerts, but I could tell sometimes, like, people just, like, screaming their head off trying to get their their like favorites attention and stuff when they're trying to like give a meaningful speech for example this happened at the AT's concert like the leader was like giving them yeah he was giving a speech it was like heartfelt it was at the end you know and then someone's just like literally screaming bloody murder to like get their attention and it's like there's a certain point where like appreciating your artists like turns it takes a turn where you like you're disrespectful and like I don't know no longer yeah no longer respecting them as a human so it's like it's kind of crazy because it's like cool that k-pop is taking off and like it's great for representation and like it's just cool that a, a music style is taking off like this but then there's also the, the flip side like the fans they're crazy they must be stopped <laughs> um and yeah the hate train is so strong i don't know if you saw this um if you know the i think uh he's from Nhypen. There's a member who, like, underwent surgery to, like, undo their nose surgery because I think they got surgery to, like, make their nose skinnier, but then they undid it. They got so much hate because their appearance changed. Um, and, like, everyone, like, some, not everyone, just, like, obviously small, a small but, like, loud fraction of fans were, like, this isn't the idol we know. I don't support you. You're ugly, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it just shows how, like, sometimes face value and just, like, um, I don't know. People just don't think about what they're saying and like that these people are human too. And yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I think like this is like the most recent thing that I remember seeing, and I was like kind of shook by it. And I don't know if you like actually heard it when you were going to concerts, but on Instagram they post some of the fan cams of like groups. And so since the Twice concert was pretty recent, I saw a couple fan cams. One that was in my timeline was all the fans barking at Twice. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I I don't know, because, okay, I went, at the Twice concert that I went to, everyone was, like, doing the barking thing, too. Because um, I think it was started in L.A. Um, and we were at the concert after it. Um, I'm genuinely confused, because, like... It, it's like to me i'm like why are you barking at like nine women like it's just like weird like it's just bizarre like the like twice members were laughing at it and stuff so i just i don't know if they like didn't understand the connotation or if it's just like if fans genuinely think it's like fine but it was definitely bizarre to have like everything that they said like the whole stadium would start barking at them and like for me i was kind of uncomfortable with it you know it just seems kind of demeaning you know barking at people but i don't know sometimes weird stuff happens and they they thought it was funny but i don't know if they understood that that does kind of have a negative connotation here in the u.s i would say so i don't know definitely 
was not thrilled when that was happening at the concert. <laughs> For like what you described and like what you talked about with the fans and how they approach idols and like their behavior. I think there's a word for it. it parasocial relationship, which is like literally what you said, a very one-sided relationship where one person in this situation, it would be the fan, spends like way too much emotion, energy, money, time into like caring for the other party without even like knowing like all these idols, like they don't even know about your existence and stuff like that. And because of that, like these fans expect these idols to listen to what they say or stuff like that or like be super controlling because I can think of like things for example like in k-pop they have fan signs and so in which like recently now they made it more accessible to international fans by doing like virtual fan signs with like video calls and like I can there's like so many people who spend like thousands and thousands of dollars just like purchasing albums which is also like wasteful environmentally um, just to like get the card so that they can get an access to facetime them and then talk to them which is i think like really weird yeah no it's 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 interesting and then like sometimes yeah i guess this type of relationship it makes people think that like they know them for real which is not at all the case because obviously like as a k-pop idol you have to maintain an image either set by themselves or the company usually the company um and their concept and then like it's just so interesting how like you know scandals arise or like this or this and that comes out about an idol and they're like oh no my idol my favorite would never do that they would never they're such a kind nice person it's like well you don't really know that you only see what they put on on that live tv show they only that stuff is probably pretty scripted you know like there there's only so much you can see behind those like behind the scenes um and so most of the time, your guesses are probably wrong. And it's like, obviously, we'd like to assume that all of these idols are nice and they're amazing and the best. But like, you know, that's probably not the case. Um, just like any other workplace, there's probably people who are very irritated. These idols are not all friends with each other. Like, yeah, with that, like, was it parasocial relationship? Like, it's just, yeah, you would you like yeah create this like image of like what it is and then you think these fans are so convinced that that like what they think is like reality but it's you you know it's not yeah it kind of makes me think like like I was not an early like early 2010 k-pop fan like I joined probably what they would call like third generation k-pop but I did see like they used to have a lot of like collaborations or promotions with different groups and also with mixing boy groups and girl groups. I liked watching when it was more popular of like end of the year shows, these groups would collaborate and like do a performance together. And it was like really cool seeing like a boy group and then a girl group like do something and like make it unique. And now because of all these fans, they who just like hate on the idea of your idol talking to someone of the opposite gender or like even looking at them, like these collaborations like don't even happen anymore and looking at it now but part of it is like the pandemic too like watching all these award shows and like end of year shows it's just like the song that they've been promoting like this whole year or stuff like that and well and they can only go so far by changing up the music or like making it more for the stage and stuff like that but it doesn't hit the same as like the older stuff 
it's like the fans are helping like promote them and like helping them get big and stuff there's tons of tons of money being like poured into this industry and stuff but it like comes definitely comes at a cost of like yeah like the girl guy interactions girl group guy groups just like interactions that you wouldn't think would be problematic but are um or like there's like all the dating bans or just any little scandal can basically yeah there's cancel culture like can cancel idol um and like they can be so harshly criticized just for living their life just like you know chen from exo starting a family and it just people rioted for no good reason because you know anybody should be able to start a family um peacefully and it's just like kind of sad to see sometimes but like the the detrimental effects of how big k-pop has gotten like their fans i think like another thing in addition to like one thing that you brought up also is like the cancel culture of like k-pop i feel like now cancel culture is like a bigger thing with like fans and stuff like that like either they defend their idol saying like oh they're so perfect like i can't imagine doing that or like the complete opposite like one small thing that they did is like they're completely canceled and things like that like i can see the viewpoint on like certain things in which like an idol could get canceled like cultural appropriation or like things like that um but i don't think it's like personally like it depends on the idol's actions on how they like approach it to like fix the situation or like quote quote fix the situation like if they understand and like listen to the fans about like uh, cultural appropriation like I can remember one group like Luna they did a song that was like inspired by Hindu music or like Indian music and I think like they did some actions that were inappropriate for their culture but some of their fans like informed them of that and they like listened so like originally they were canceled but I think like with the fans teaching them about how to properly approach it and them understanding that and like making the efforts to change like should not warrant cancel cancel behavior yeah no I think there's only very like few things that warrant like actual canceling of a idol like one of the big things I can think of is just like sorry for big bang or say like chris from exo like they did some pretty bad things that like of course they would get canceled and that's like definitely something that should halt their actions like you know jail worthy um actions but yeah like other things can there's can definitely be a teaching moment for a lot of these idols because like we can't obviously we would hope that they don't do these the cultural appropriation or like racist things in general but you can only hope that they reflect on their actions and just listen yeah listen to their fans and educate themselves and hopefully it all plays out in the end in that way we had a pretty good discussion on fourth gen and all of that because i feel like there's a lot that encompasses the culture of fourth generation like fandom wise music wise and like how it's being like promoted and viewed by the world. But yeah, so that concludes today's episode for 
talking about what is up with fourth generation music. So thank you for listening.